We are looking at defeating worry, defeating worry, and we're in part nine of our series on fight. We explained that because of where we are as a people, nations of the world, we, we are battling a pandemic at the moment. And um, the key thing for us individually as a people is to fight, is to fight. We, we have to fight. And um, we'll we be looking at that, for, I mean, we're in part nine. Is this your first time? You want to, um, after this uh, session, you want to take the time to watch it from part one, you know, and, and to build up, up until now. Um, Today, we are looking at defeating worry, defeating worry. So the, the, the issue about uh, worry with man is that man is always, always uh, struggling with one valley or the other, one challenge or the other, one issue or the other, one battle or or the other. And, you know, we are constantly in battle. So we have to learn to fight. We have to learn to fight. And, and one of the challenges of, of fight, the art kind of fight is that, you know, we, it, it is on three levels. It is, we have a spiritual, we have our fight on the spiritual level. We have our fight on the um, mental, emotional level. We have our fight on the physical level. And um, if you are to be victorious, you need to win on the spiritual, on the mental, emotional, and on the physical level. However, the connection between the spiritual and the physical is usually the mind, the mental, the mind. Now, we learn to fight physically and we learn to fight spiritually. And sometimes we, we, we don't learn to fight emotionally with our minds. And one of the greatest battle or enemies of, or in the mental space is worry, is worry. We are worried about this. We are worried about that. And you cannot win if you are worried you cannot if you see a warrior a fighter a military soldier in battle and he's worried about um his wife his children at home it's it's, it's going to be a sitting target because he's not going to make the right decisions he's going to be become vulnerable he's not going to uh, be able to move as quickly as he ought he's not going to be able to aim as as accurately as he ought to and you know a whole lot of things could go down but today God will help us to defeat worry in the name of Jesus. So Psalm 23, the word of God says, the Lord is my shepherd and I have all I need. So the Lord is my shepherd. To defeat worry, you need to establish your relationship with the Lord as your shepherd, the one that takes care 
of you. And we learned on Sunday that, the, that we need to learn to, we need to learn to ask him to be our shepherd daily. Ask God to be your shepherd daily. We need to ask him to be our shepherd daily. We need to give him first place in our lives, in every area of our lives. Then we need to relax and give him our worries. We talked about having a worry list on Sunday. Do a worry list. You have a prayer list. Fantastic. But do a worry list. These are the things I am worried about. Then take it to God. According to 1 Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries to him. Give all your worries to God because he cares. He cares for you. So if you think about it, for those of us that were believers in Christ Jesus, if you can trust him for your salvation, you can trust God for the salvation of your soul. You should be able to trust him for everything else. Because the biggest thing really is where you spend eternity. If you can put your faith in God for where you spend eternity, then you should be able to put your faith in God concerning your children, concerning your finances, concerning your husband, concerning your wife, concerning the economy, concerning your, your career, your business. So to defeat worry, we need to um, deflate it. You know, worry is like a bubble. It's like, it's like a bubble you get into and it, it, you are in that state of confusion and, and anxiety. So to defeat worry, we need to bust it. We need to like insert a pin and bust the lies of, of, of worry and boom, it goes off. So how do you defeat worry? How do you bust this bubble? How do you dismantle these lies of, that worry has to offer? The first thing that we need to do is to see that worry is unreasonable. Worry is unreasonable. It's unreasonable to worry. It's unreasonable. I was unreasonable. Worry is absolutely and totally unreasonable. Worry is unreasonable. There is no reason, if you think about it, if you, if you think about it, is it reasonable? Is it really reasonable to worry? It isn't. Matthew 6 25, Matthew, Matthew 6, 25 says to us, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink. Don't worry about your body or what you will wear. Your life is far more important than clothes. So God is saying to us here that, hey, people, worry is on reasonable. Worry is unreasonable. So if you see that worry is unreasonable, you begin to dismantle it. You begin to dismantle worry. You begin to deflate it. The second thing we'll see about 
worry. That is, it, it, it's, it's pretty straightforward if you, if you ask me and if you look at the scriptures, is, is not only is worry un, unreasonable, worry is actually unnatural. Worry is not only unreasonable, worry is unnatural. It is unnatural to worry. Why is it unnatural to worry? It's unnatural to worry because the word of God says that if you look at nature, if you look at everything in nature, look at the birds in the air, they do not sow, nor reap, nor stop away in bands. This yet your heavenly father feeds them. Boom. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? So God is saying to you, worry is not only unreasonable, worry is unnatural. It is unnatural. The only creature, creature in nature, in nature, the only creature in nature, the only creation of God that worries is man. If you think about it, birds don't worry. They just climb and eat free food. Trees don't worry. Flowers don't worry. There's nothing in nature that worries except man. So something must be wrong with worry because worry is unnatural. It's unnatural. If you also check verses 28, 29, it says that, and why worry about your clothes? Look at the fields, lilies, the lilies of the field, they don't worry about theirs. Yet King Solomon in all his glory was not clothed as beautifully as they are. So, so God is saying to us, these are the words of Jesus, that worry is not only unreasonable, worry is unnatural. So worry is not only unreasonable and unnatural, worry does not help. Worry is unhelpful. So worry is unreasonable, worry is unnatural, worry is unhelpful. Worry is unhelpful. If you worry from now till tomorrow, it's not going to help. It's not going to solve anything. So you can, deflate, you can begin to deflate that bubble of worry. It's a big fat lie to think that, except you worry, you don't care. You know, that's, that's, that's one lie that the enemy says to, to, sends to us. Except you worry, you don't care. So we have people saying to their loved ones, oh, why are you not worried about this? That means you don't care. Sorry, no, it's a lie. The fact that I don't worry doesn't mean I don't care. Worry is unhelpful. In fact, the fact that I don't worry shows that I care because I, 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 if I worry, I can't help. I'm, I'm, I'm immobile if I can't worry, if I begin to worry. So Matthew 6, 27 says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Not even a single day, a single hour. You can't add a single hour to your life by worrying. You can't. So worry is unhelpful. Worry is unhelpful. Proverbs 12, 28. Proverbs 12, 28. Proverbs 12, uh, 12, 28 says, worry 
weighs us down. Worry weighs us down. Worry weighs us down. Worry weighs us down. Worry weighs us down. So we see that worry is not only unreasonable, worry is unnatural, and worry is not only unnatural and unreasonable, worry is unhelpful. And number four, worry is not only unreasonable, unnatural, unhelpful, worry is really unnecessary. Worry is unnecessary. Worry is absolutely unnecessary. In, in, in Matthew 6.30, Matthew 6.30, it says, if God cares so wonderfully, even for the flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, wouldn't he more surely care for you? So if God will care for the flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, wouldn't he care for you? So worry is not only unreasonable, worry is unnatural, worry is, unne is, un is unhelpful, and worry is unnecessary. Worry is unreasonable, unhelpful, unnatural. Worry doesn't take you further. Worry actually holds you back. Worry actually holds you back. If you check, worry actually actually holds you back. It does. It does. And so what, what, what are we going to do about it? And that's the question. What am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? You deflate it. You deflate the lie. You deflate the lie that worry is unnecessary. You defeat worry by deflating the lies. Worry is absolutely unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. So today we um if we, we today is children's day so we have um uh, some children joining us for the first time uh today at tribe so we will bring them in and have, have a, a quick conversation a quick conversation with them um so I will ask Chidi Chini and 
and Elizabeth. To join in. Okay. Hi, Chilling. Hi, hi, Elizabeth. Good evening, Puffy. Uh, um, Good evening. Yes, thank you. Good evening. Uh, Good evening. And, and please don't mute your mic. Don't mute your mic. Just leave it on. It's just three, just four of us. And we'll wait for Chidi to join. Um, to join in right now. Chidi, can you please put on your video? Chidi, can you hear me? Yes, I can, sir. Your video is off, Chidi. Um, do you know how to put on your video, Chidi? <laughs> There's like a camera icon on the right, not on the left. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just trying to help. I know. Thank you for helping. Okay. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Okay, so we will we will continue, um, and hopefully Chidi will be able to join us. Um, okay, so um, oh, finally, Chidi, you are here. Awesome. Chidi, can you adjust the camera so we can see your face properly? Hi, Chidi, can you hear me? Chidi, we can see you, you're live. Okay, so we're just going to go on. Hopefully, you'll, um, you'll catch up. Okay, so um, thank you. Hi, Chidi. Um, hi, Elizabeth, again. And hi, Chidi. So we, we are looking at worrying, you know, and, um, and, yes. and we are, um, we said on Sunday that, you know, worry is a learned skill. We were not born to worry. Babies don't worry. 
children to a certain age, don't worry. But when we start getting older, we begin to learn how to worry. The adults teach us how to worry. You know, it's their fault, the teachers. <laughs> the, the adults teach us how to worry, you know? So I want to ask um, you, can you remember, I'm going to go around one after the other. Can you remember the first time you were really worried? Can you remember the first time you were really worried? I will start with Chini. Can you remember the first time you were really worried? What was it about? Chidi, did you hear me? Yes, I did. The first time I ever worried was the first time I wrote an exam. <laughs> why is it taking you so long to answer, though? Why? Why? Sorry, I answered. I didn't think you heard me. Oh, I didn't hear you. Okay. The first time you ever worried was the first time you wrote an exam. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. So, so that's the the examination is actually a component in the child's life that introduces worry. That's actually true. You know, you never already thought of that. Um, it, it, Elizabeth, when was the first time that you actually worried? Do you remember? If you don't remember the first time, when was the first time you remember you worried? I do not remember the first time I worried, but I remember a time that I was like worried a lot. It was when I was in the hospital and I wasn't like like improving so I was like kind of worried and I spent my birthday there so I was like really worried. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh. Okay. Chidi. Yes, Pastor Femi. Do you remember the first time you were worried? How was that? What was that like? I can't remember, but there was a time that my grandpa, he was not really feeling too well. So they took him to the hospital. He not come he not come back for a while. So I was worrying that what was his problem. So I was afraid of what might happen. Oh, okay. So I will I will turn it um over to you guys to, to ask me um any question about worry so what would be your question uh, about worry let me start with you can ask me two questions at a time maximum of two questions at a time um let me start with um uh, elizabeth this time elizabeth okay so um i was listening to the sunday um teaching and my question was um, if you don't give God like first place in your life, doesn't that affect marriage? Doesn't that affect what? Doesn't that affect him being your shepherd? Absolutely. It affects him being your shepherd. It does. How? Yes, it does. How? How does it affect you in being your shepherd? Okay, that's a good question. Um, it, it affects in being your shepherd by... Um, can I ask you, a question? 
Yes, I will come to you, Chidi. I'll come no, to you. No, can I answer that question? Oh, you want to answer that question? <laughs> yes. Okay, why not? Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. so if you don't give God every part, if every area in your life, how will he be able to stick with you so that he can guide you every day? Okay, good attempt, Chidi. So what you what you is saying is when you don't make um, God priority, it will affect you in being your sh your shepherd because it will not be able to guide you every day. That's one. Not it will not also be able to protect you because you will you will stray away from his, his protection, his covering. That's why sometimes shepherds will have to leave the remaining sheep that are together and go and look for the one that has strayed. Why? Because the strayed sheep is unprotected. So the strayed sheep is an unprotected sheep. So it will not be able to provide and it will not be able to protect. So, so thank you, Elizabeth. Um, I have another question. Okay. So, um, take two so um, like you said something about leaving tomorrow's problems, tomorrow's problems and today's problems, today's problems. So my question is, if you don't like handle today's problems, wouldn't that like become tomorrow's problem? And doesn't that like cause worry? Yes, it does. So what, what that scripture is saying is you should undo today's problem and leave tomorrow's problem alone. So, so the problem, the challenge with us is that we have today's problem, but we are still worrying about tomorrow's problem. And God is saying, don't worry about tomorrow's problem. Don't bring tomorrow, don't borrow tomorrow's problem into today. Neither should you be worrying about today's problem for tomorrow. Don't say, oh, um, if I don't pass this exam, that means I'll repeat my class, my year next year. Don't worry about tomorrow. Face today's problem and solve today's problem. That's what we are expected to do. Thank you. Um, Thank Elizabeth. you. I have one more question. I will come back Just to you. I'll, I'll come okay. back to you. Don't worry. I'll come back to you. Um, Chidi. Okay. Yes. Pastor from um, in your service on Sunday, I heard you say that death is just a bridge between living and eternity. What do you mean by that? Okay. So death is a bridge between um, living and eternity because we... Um, you disappeared. <laughs> okay, so hopefully you'll come back, but I will answer the question anyway. Uh, okay, he's back. So, death is a bridge between. Um, yes, death is a bridge between life and eternity because, because the only way to get to eternity is to die. You know, that's the only way right now, except Jesus okay. Christ. So, so it's like a bridge that you go through, you know. So it's, death is not the end. Many times we think that death is the end because we don't see the person anymore, but it is not the end, you know. If the person is a believer, we will still see on the other side. So thank, thank you, Chidi. Um, Chini. 
Yes, I have a question. Um, since people worry about the inevitable, how do we as children plan for the inevitable? Can you say that again? Since people worry about the inevitable, how do we as children plan for the inevitable? Okay. If since people since people worry about the inevitable, how do we as, as children plan for the inevitable? Right. So um by two things mainly. So first by praying and second planning. So by praying means you commit the inevitable into God's hands. It's something you don't know, but guess what? God already knows it. By planning means you take the things you know and you plan for the future. For instance, um, this um, pandemic is an inevitable, so to speak. It, 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 it crept upon us, you know, but if you have been saving your money, for instance, if you have been saving the money you earn, when the pandemic hits and you're not able to go to work, you will not be hungry. So that is one way of planning for the inevitable. <laughs> you know, so uh, thank you, Chini. Do you have a second question? Yes, I do. Okay. When you go to God, with your worries. Mm -hmm. Bring it to God with your worries and trust him at first. And then in the middle of it all, you start to worry. Will he continue with the work he has started or, or do you have to start from the right? That's our amazing question, Chili. So so the question is when you come to God with your worry mm -hmm. yes. and you put it down before God, God begins to work on it. Right? So when you pick it up again and you begin to worry. <laughs> yes. So the question is, does God have to start again when you go back and you drop the worry? Well, I would say that I would say that it's two-sided, you know. If you look at it from a father um, um, or parent-child relationship, let's say your mom or your dad, you know, you have a toy. Um, do you have toys, Chini? Yes, I do. Okay, so which is your favorite toy? My Legos. Your Legos, okay. Legos. Okay, so let's say the, the, you, you, the, the Lego, you have a big house made by the Lego, right? The Lego house is complete, right? Then you, then it scatters, it breaks. You know, it doesn't break, but it's, it's, it's all jumbled up, right? And you don't know how to fix it. You don't know how to fix it. Then if you were to fix it, it was going to take you maybe six months to finish building the house. But it can take your mom six hours to do. Will you not take it to your mom, right? You take it to your mom. Now, then your mom starts to put it together. After one hour, you become impatient. You take your Lego back. Then you, you try to work on it. Then you discover that you've spent three days. You've not gone anywhere. Then you bring it back to your mom. 
that you bring it back to your mom. What happens? Okay, <laughs> that's your mom. <laughs> In some cases, she will not be willing to. Okay, fine. Now, now, um, God is better than your mom. So, yeah, so God is is not going to be busy, too busy for you at any time. So your mom can be busy with other things that she doesn't have time to do it, but God always has time for you. So, so when you go back to God, he will take it from you and many times start from where he has he stopped. Now, when you took the Lego, and assuming you have scattered it and you bring it back, God has to start from the beginning. Do you understand? So sometimes it continues from where it stops. Sometimes it has to start from the beginning. Does that help you? Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay, so I, I want to ask you guys another question. And the question is, what, right now, right now, what do you worry about the most right now? Okay. Okay. Um, right now, while this coronavirus is rabid, is just going around anyhow. I'm, I'm worried that one of my family members might get coronavirus. Oh. I'm worried about that. Okay, thank you. What are you worried about right now the most, Chini? I'm worried that 2020 will be the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Elizabeth, what are you what are you worried about right now? I'm worried that I'll never get to go to school again. You're worried that you never go back to school again. Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So let me let me speak to the, each of the worries, then tell you how to tackle worry going forward. So. Um, for Chidi, you know, the truth is, it's a legitimate worry, legitimate, quote-unquote, worry that because of how bad the viruses, you don't want any of your family members to get it, you know, so, and they have to go out, your mom, that your dad had to, you had to go to work, you know, and all that stuff, so what you can do is Wait for them. Okay, Chidi. Okay. That's what you can do. You can. You know how to pray, right? Yes, I do. So you you go to God, you kneel down, go to God, go to your room, and and pray for your dad, and pray for your mom, and and cover them 
in God's presence with the precious and eternal blood of Jesus and, you know, continue to pray for them. So that's, that's what you yeah. can do. So, okay. What is unhelpful? It's not going to help you. So um, for Chini, um, you're worried that 2020 is the end of the world. <laughs> you know, that may be the end of the world. Well, now let me ask you a question. If it's, in, if it's the end of the world, what does that mean? That means you are going to meet with God, right? Yeah, that's true. So it's not that bad. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. So it's not really that bad. <laughs> that's classic. You know? So if you think of it like that, it's not really that bad. It's actually very good. You know? Because, hey, you know, we are going to meet yeah, God that loves us, that cares for us. Every so day. There's no, there isn't really a problem. Absolutely. <laughs> there isn't really a problem at all. You know, so in fact, as believers, you know, the scripture says we should say, come, Lord Jesus, come. So we should pray for the end of the world to, to come, you know, because we want to be with our Father, you know, God. <laughs> So, yes, so I know that we, when we are enjoying our lives here on earth, we, we are like, oh, we don't want the end of the world to come yet because there's still some fun. We, we, are still think we are still young. But the truth is, it's because we don't know the joy that awaits us on the other side. So oh, the truth is that what is in heaven is far better than what we can even ever achieve or or enjoying earth. So, hey, not that bad after all. <laughs> so for, for um, Elizabeth, you are um, currently worried about if you ever go back to school, you know, um, again, it's a good concern. And um, I, I, I want to believe that you will go back to school again someday. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, um, I really, it's, it, it, there's a lot of disruption happening. So education, our education has been delivered, obviously will change and has changed and, um, and all that. But I believe that um, uh, a lot of people crying foul, Prophesying doom, I believe they'll be surprised how things will be normalized. You know, you know. So don't worry about that. So, I, I, do you understand, Elizabeth? Yes, I do. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, how? So it's it's clear to us that we will have things that we will worry about time and again. You know, that's, that's how life is. You know, there are things that will come up as worry. So how you deflect it is, and deflect it is, number one, you understand that worry is unreasonable because by worrying, can you stop anything? Can you stop the end of the world? Can you stop the school? Can you make the school? Can you, can worry protect your parents or your loved ones from getting COVID? If not getting it in Jesus' name. You can't. It's unhelpful. 
doesn't make sense. So there is no reason to worry when you can pray. So there's a saying, why worry when you can pray? So uh, uh, when you want to worry, it is a, an indication for you that it's time to pray. When you are worrying about something, it's an indication that what? It's time to pray. It's time to I'm going to say like my children's church. Children, when, it is, when, when you begin to worry, it's an indication that it is... Time to pray. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go around again for the final time on the questions. If we have questions, um, then I will see their questions online, and we will take those. Um, we'll take those questions online. I I know that the internet has. Been um, epileptic table, you know, and that's because everybody is, is trying to um, is trying to get online. Everybody's trying to see Chini and Elizabeth and Chidi, you know, everybody, you know, right now you're in front of millions of people. Do you know that? You know, potentially millions of people can be seeing you right now. So, <laughs> so, and that is that is uh, is really affecting the the internet um, quality. So I'm going to check if there are questions online. I can't see any questions here. So again, for those of us that are watching online, please feel free to ask um, to ask your questions, and um, and we'll be happy to take them. Okay, so let's start with. What do you worry about? Oh, what do I worry about? Yes. <laughs> oh, you're turning it on me. You're right. Uh, uh, chop knuckle, chop knuckle. <laughs> so what do you worry about? Now that we are in lockdown, what do you worry about? Well, honestly, nothing. I don't. I have had, I've had things that I'm concerned about, and I will tell you um, that is part of life. But I quickly, I quickly take it to God. So once I'm, once I have a concern, I quickly take it to God. I don't allow my concerns to develop into worries. For instance, I was concerned about you, Chidi. I was concerned about you, Elizabeth. I was concerned about you, Chini. I was concerned about how you are doing. How is your family doing? People I'm there, whose pastors are, I, I, I am that I'm pastoring, I'm, I'm concerned about how they are doing. I'm concerned that no one in God's baby house will get COVID in Jesus' name. So instead of me going there and start worrying about it, once that concern comes up, I take it to God in prayer. I pray for you. I pray for God's family help. I pray for your families. And hey, that's how I deal with stuff. And that's why how the Bible asks us to deal with stuff. Thank you, Chidi. I hope that helps. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm not Pastor, sure. Pastor, um, um, I have like this verse that always 
helps me when I'm worried about coronavirus. Mm -hmm. um, I always like, there's like this picture in my house that says Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you are for good and not for evil. Plans that will not harm you. Plans that will give you hope and a future. So every time you're worried about coronavirus, you should just know that it's all part of God's plan and it's a gradual process that will pass. Hey. <laughs> awesome. So um, I don't think we can take uh, more questions, uh, but if you can say your questions really quickly, Elizabeth, go, shoot, fast, quickly. Um, it was a before question, but I can still say, um, in the Sunday services, like, um, I have a question. How do you plan for death? Because you said something like, if you're ready for by death. Your, by putting your faith in Jesus, that's how you plan for death. By putting your faith okay. in Jesus. So everybody watching online, if you're not putting your faith in Christ Jesus, this is the time to do it. Put your faith in Jesus. That is how we plan for death. Now, um, thank you, Elizabeth. Chini, one question, quickly, shoot. So, so do you have to go to God and do you go to God anxious or you go to God just maybe? Do you go to where? Do you go to God with your worries anxious or you come God, go to God as you are. Whether you are anxious, whether you are worried, whether you are, you don't you don't put up a, a, a front before God. You don't say, "Oh, I'm worried. Don't let me go to God. Let me let me pretend to be happy so I can be in God's presence." No, go to God as you are, okay, and tell God how you feel, and God will make it all right. Chidi, final question. Um, I don't have a question right now. Okay. I don't have. A okay, so. Um, Thank you guys. Um, it's been fun hanging out with you. I wish we had more time. Um, and um, again, I, I pray that God will bless you. Um, Elizabeth Chini, God will bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. God Amen. Make your face shine up and, and be great. Amen. Amen. So, <clears throat> so thank you again, people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And so shall it be. In Jesus' amazing name, amazing name, we have prayed. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you.